0: Sean, J Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We can be heard on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speaker. Say play ESPN. ESPN you can download the podcast.
1: So, Max, I need you to be the judge of something mm-hmm. because I was a key brought up with Dave and Rick. So, yeah. yesterday we're having a conversation mm-hmm. about dispensaries and things about new licensings happening in New Jersey and Connecticut. Yeah. And- where everybody is with marijuana, right? And <clears throat> mm-hmm.
2: What? I didn't say anything.
1: I won't go into details. No, I don't. You, you, but, you know, Key's wife has a business that is
0: thriving. Referred like, to oh, as cannabis, yes. Yeah,
1: okay. That's, that's why. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I wanted him to use the, 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 the right the, terminology. The term, the technical well, actually, terminology, the reason right? the
0: other word is that was used to demonize it uh, yes. early on and make it sound more Mexican at a time where, the drugs are Harry S. Anslinger was openly racist. There you go. So you know, yes. the the continuing prohibition against it was partly based on those pol- on the policies espoused by him. Yep.
1: Boom. So cannabis, I used the yeah. correct terminology. And so I asked him. I was like, Hey, you know, I know Jen's involved in this. You know, I want to pick her brain. You know, because I want to do something like that. Is that cool? It's like yes, yeah, it's, it's all fine. So instead of asking him for the number, we got busy with the show. Is it is it wrong to ask? Somebody on DM, like, hey, do you have time? Like, is, Would you take that as the wrong way?
0: I mean, it's his wife that you, you slid into his wife's DM. And this, him is, and a, this is the perm- cover story? Uh, is is the, that the oh idea? Oh my God. <laughs> you I mean, Key, are let me ask you. Worst. Wait, excuse me. Let me call to the witness stand, uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Key, uh-huh. well, did you give him permission to ask your wife yes. about uh, her business?
2: I, I gave him permission <laughs> yes, to ask my wife about her business. He you okay. said, can I. Reach out to her, sure. I don't mind that at all.
0: Mm -hmm. When they booked the vacation, is when When you got upset. When I'm. Stop. When I am am
2: waiting on Jay to say, hey, shoot me her email. Mm -hmm. Uh, Business. Yeah, I could have gone email. Hey, shoot me her email. I could have gone email. Or hey, text me her number.
0: Right. But then I learned. He took it upon himself to. But then
2: I learned (laughs) yesterday. That he slid into the DM. snack wow. Into the DM.
0: Wow,
3: slid
2: okay. slid, slid, slid wow. into the DM. What? So he's like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, it's the font that he used in the DM. <laughs> it was the way he, you know, it wasn't. Hey, let me talk about. It was just the what the font, the way yeah, it looked. He
0: started out calling her shorty right away. Oh, Max. <laughs> yeah, hey, That's shorty. Obviously, all follow each other because
1: yes. obviously I have kids. Yes. He has his kids and yes. his daughters. They're all beautiful, right? Yeah. So I pay attention to what they're doing and him yeah. in L.A. with his toes out yeah. when it, when it's nice Mormon warm and sunny. The beautiful people. Yeah. So like for me, like it just naturally happened. It's the way my young, you know, millennial mind works. Mm-hmm. Like okay, like reach out. Like, let's reach out. Mm. Like I thought it was already it's specified. It's just interesting yeah. to me. But as I honestly. guess I could have qualified with like because I would email, never the business
2: email slide into we, uh, the terminology the of slide DM. is so <laughs> aggressive and just wrong. <laughs> I do not like it. It's usually an email. Hey, let me well, email somebody. Key, I have
0: to say, if they're going to be in business together, they're going to be in contact sometimes, late nights at the office, who knows? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Max, you are. Kisha you Jim are. are i line this for is me. Is presented by Progressive hey, where's Insurance. where's
2: Jay Will? I don't know. Have you seen him <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: <haven't laughs> seen him. Late, late <laughs> nights at the office. <laughs> he was supposed
2: to come by. Oh, well, he did
0: come. Man. All right. Um the? <laughs> James What's Harden. We're building. I think, I think it's best to get – I think it's best to when you get in touch with Can everyone's please spouse. Can get off this subject? You, you do, th- do it through the other side. I spouse. should
1: have gone through the email, yes. I've learned my lesson.
0: <laughs> right. James, Harden, call it. <laughs> James Harden. James uh, Harden. Can't call it. Can't, is, can't call it. Is good at basketball. Has anyone noticed this? Whether, really good. Whether he's in Brooklyn or Philadelphia, what, what happens is he stops being good at basketball and he puts on a little weight and then he gets – traded to where he wants to go, and then all of a sudden the weight's gone and he's balling out of control, right? This, this keeps happening. 26-9-9 and in his Philly debut, or, you know, home debut for Philly. Joel Embiid went off too. They beat the Knicks. Tonight we're going to get another return to the court, guys. KD playing for the first time since January 15th. Guys, what can we expect from a healthy KD down the stretch?
2: I'm gonna see the same thing. I don't think it's gonna change. I mean, I learned that lesson from the Achilles, then the hamstring. Mm. You know, it's like every time some of these great athletes get injured, we start acting like they can't play. They forgot how to play, and all they do is come back and do the same thing. We see it with Kyrie. We see it with KD. We've seen it with with everybody that I can think of that are
0: great like this. That just but that's you know like back. I was. Look, Achilles used to be, except for Dominique Wilkins, way back in the day. Achilles for a basketball player, it was a wrap. They were oh, never going to well, be the course. same again. ACLs and that used has to changed be that way too.
2: ACO is yeah. the same thing.
0: That's cha- like KD. Just like I thought Brady would fall off a cliff, just because everyone after forty-one did, and then he didn't by a lot. Mm. KD, I figured, do we know he's ever going to be the same again? It Looks like the same dude to me when he's on the court. Same yeah. guy. I don't see nothing uh, different.
1: I think. Uh, this is an interesting game for him to come back to because if you guys remember, you know the way PJ Tucker guarded him last year. Now, I know you can say that KD all gave him 50 or you know, 49, like all the points he gave, right? He had an incredible playoff performance. But PJ Tucker is one of the best defenders no, in the game har- of basketball. He was harassing, he was harassing him. the hell yeah, he out was harassing him, right? him. So now you bring KD coming back tonight versus PJ Tucker, you know, versus a Jimmy Butler. Like, it's one of the best defensive teams in the league. So. I expect KD to come back and be KD, but I'm worried about this team. But see, I'm worried about them now that this whole private sector mandate is in place, because when I start looking at the way other teams in Easter Conference are built, I, I start wondering like, is Kyrie, would it be enough? And, and I don't, I don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons. I don't see. I think Kyrie, James Harden, and KD. If KD and James Harden would have been playing with Kyrie playing in road games, I think that's enough. They'd be
0: fine. Yeah, they'd be fine.
1: But now adding Ben Simmons to the equation with Kevin Durant, not knowing what Ben Simmons' status is or who he is going to be on the court or how many games he needs to get his feel together on the court before you get into the playoffs and the last stretch, I don't know if that's enough anymore, guys. What
2: what worries you the most about Ben Simmons? What worries you the most? What I mean by that is, is it – His scoring, his shooting.
1: I don't know if it's me being worried about Simmons as much as it's them losing the scoring punch that they had with James Harden.
2: In the leadership, so to speak.
1: Yeah, because the floor
2: leadership. Yes, the floor leadership, the playmaking ability. Yes,
0: no. What what I think, I think you got to put the ball in Simmons' hands, let him run the point. As I keep saying, he created more open looks from three than any player in the NBA since he entered the league till he stopped playing. Right. When you look at the shooters on this team who don't even need open looks like KD and Kyrie, but then you add Seth Curry, Agreed, but it's going to be can, insane.
1: Can you tell me what you're going to expect, realistically? Like, be reasonable. Like, what, Aki, what are you expecting from Ben Simmons when he comes back?
2: I'm expecting for him to do the same things, long play defense, like Max is saying, be able to drop them dimes when he can and not be afraid – to shoot the basketball, not, or better yet, not be afraid to go to the foul line. Hmm. Not be afraid to go to the foul line. The reason I believe, the reason I believe that he won't be is because when the change of environment and scenery and you have people on the bench, the KDs, whatever, Kyrie, he plays with him on the road, letting him know it's okay. Giving him that encouragement that it's okay, opposed to... Being around an environment where it feels like, in Philadelphia, it was hostile.
0: See, if I was KD, exactly what Key is saying, Jay, if I was KD, I'd take Ben Simmons. Or Kyrie, I'd take Ben Simmons and be like, I don't care if you miss every free throw. Good, miss every free throw. I want you going to go into the, like, forget that. Mm -hmm. You can miss every free throw. I don't care. Because just do everything you do. Like, if he comes with that mentality, I think the Nets are the favorites. And you know how it is,
2: Jay, when you got...
0: I think
1: Philadelphia is the favorite
0: because Kyrie can only play in half the games. Yes. I hear that too. Yeah,
1: I hear and that's it. a legitimate concern for me. Yeah. It is. If you're telling me Kyrie, Ben Simmons and KD were on the court together,
0: they're the favorites. The Nets are one far. of the, the the Nets might be the all-time what if team since they put <laughs> these three <laughs> together and then they switched it up. It's a, Wait, well, if they only they could stay oh, they can healthy, if yeah, yeah. Kyrie get, get vaccinated if they change the mandates of Ben's if 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 but they haven't been all on the court together doing it.
1: Like the scoring punch that you would have with James Harden and KD is prolific. Ridiculous. Olympic. So all of a sudden, Seth Curry ease into that role. And you know what I mean? Like You might just, not get
2: the same. See, that's why I was asking you about Ben, because you're not going to get the same, same stuff that you no. got with them. But contributing wise, you can still get that number that you would be missing from James Harden. Whatever that number is, 25 points. Can you not do that by committee? I hope so, but I, I don't. I got to be real with you guys. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Ben Simmons play in a year.
0: I mean, when we last like saw him, in my opinion, he was the when best defensive player in basketball. Playoffs? playoffs. Yeah, I think, I think he was the best defensive player in basketball. He's the guy, like, guard, legit guard, five positions. He was a great passer. Handles at his size are ridiculous. IQ, super high. And you know what else? When Ben Simmons is on the floor... The ball, he's one of these, he so, doesn't have to overthink it passers. Agreed. The, it just lubricates Matt, the offense. So what's going to
1: happen is, and this is where I don't know how he's <laughs> going to handle things psychologically. When you get into playoffs, which we're on the verge of the playoffs being here, like 22 games from the playoffs being here. Where he hasn't played yet. So when is he going to come back? Is that after the Philadelphia game? That's March 10th. So now you're talking about maybe, what, 14, 15 games, right? Defying your rhythm. If he comes back and plays after that defensive strategies become so much more crystallized during the playoffs now. I mean, the detail that goes, if you ever sat with a coach and a team in a locker room when they're going through what they're going, scouting report for playoffs, the court shrinks. They start playing to your advantages. Wait, they save stuff that they don't do in a regular season. Now, that could work to their advantage because maybe you don't know, but like, they're going to put Ben Simmons in a lot of those same think-like situations that he was in with Philly, and he has to respond to that without really having – a lot of games under his belt. Okay, so if pressure. that's the
0: case, if that becomes the a problem, you always put him in the dunker spot, and Kyrie, you run the offense.
1: Yeah, but for what do you do for home games?
0: Yeah, you don't have Kyrie. You're right. That's, all, that's what well, I'm saying. Except they, except they picked up, they picked up pieces in the off season. Who can handle that? Like who? Well, first of all, in this trade, they picked up Seth Curry. Uh, yeah,
1: but Seth Curry's more of a spot up shooter, a guy that can play the ball a little bit, but he's not a playmaker.
0: But
2: no. you're not also not asking him. Well, I guess if you're at home, he's going to Brown. That's gonna what I'm have saying. to play more minutes yeah. at home.
1: He's going to have to be the guy at home
0: with Katie.
2: Well, the best thing they get help for is... The Patty guy, Mills
0: right? is who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Patty yeah. Mills. Yeah. Patty Mills be and Paddy Mills killed it in you know, international player. play. Killed it. And then they picked him up, and he's a veteran and, and the fair. whole thing. Yep.
1: That's fair. It's still, I mean, it's just a lot. Like I said before, I said this yesterday, it's just a lot of pressure that now all of a sudden comes on Ben Simmons where mm-hmm. you wonder if... You know, if Kyrie were available for all games, it would have been so much less pressure on him to ease in.
0: Dude, if you, if you have one of your best players, we we're just talking about the most skillful players of all time. Kyrie? If you potentially have the most skillful player who ever lived on your roster and he can't play half the games, it's a disadvantage. By the way, remember the whole thing? Oh, Maury got fleeced. The reason I never thought I so. Yes. Right. But you weren't the only one, though. The reason I never thought so is because I never really thought the Sixers had a championship window. They and whatever not. you gave the Nets, at least you got a shot now if you're Philly. And maybe, Jay, you think they're the favorites, right, at this moment, Philly? I mean, with the small
1: sample size I've seen thus far, I mean, I know the, the Bucks are in that conversation. I know the Bulls and the Heat are in that conversation. Cleveland's had a great year. But, I mean, that pff, it's going to be hard to stop Joel and beating
0: James Harden. Keyshawn J. Willimax presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's go from the Eastern Conference to the NFC East.
4: Russell Wilson's a more
0: accomplished player. The best Stafford, and I would give up at least two ones to get Russell Wilson.
2: The teams I would look at would be the Washington Commanders, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the New Orleans
4: Saints. Three really good teams that need a quarterback.
2: Russell definitely needs a change of scenery, and I think he needs to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I love the
4: East Coast, but I think the West Coast is better for me right now. I got my whole family over here.
0: Is Russell Wilson's time in Seattle coming to an end? Well... When asked about his potential move from the West Coast to the East Coast, is what he had to say on the Today Show.
4: I love the East Coast, but I, I think the West Coast is better for me right now. I, I got my whole family over here. So, you know, I, I'm from Richmond. I know what you mean. I got people hitting me up every day, but uh, all my friends and all that from the East Coast. But
5: uh, Seattle is the place that, that, that I'm at right now, and I love it, and uh, it, it's great.
2: Jay, John? Yep. I was going to say, Jay, where's your whole family? In Connecticut. Russell Wilson says... The West Coast is better for me because I got my whole family over here. Okay, pick them up and move, <laughs> move them to move the East Coast with you. you. <laughs> it's just like,
0: I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? If, if it's kids and everything, but at a certain point, like your kids are here, your people are there, you know, your, your parents, your whoever, spouse has a – you know, it's, it gets hard. Would, would he fit as Giants quarterback? And the reason I ask is this. The Giants mm. – by by passing on Parsons, Michael Parsons in the draft, pick up some ones. Yeah. So they got multiple ones this year and next. Would he fit with the Giants? He would
2: fit with the Giants, but the Giants are going to have to give up multiple ones to get him. See, that's the only – for me, I wouldn't do that. I just wouldn't do it. I think he fit – Russell Wilson pretty much could fit with everybody. Yeah. But I would not, if I was the Giants, trade my two ones to go get Russell Wilson.
0: Because
2: the- I can, I will – Say it to I'm blue in the face. I will go sign Mitch Trubisky to push Daniel Jones and take the job. That's what I would do if I was Joe Shane and Brian Dable. So Jake. hold on
1: to your draft picks. Yes. And a guy like Mitch Trubisky. I, I agree I with like that. that game plan. Because of Dable like that, yes. and Trubisky
0: and in retrospect how much better Trubisky looks in light of Chicago's struggle since yes. he left. Yes. Now, because all you have to give up is the cash and it's not even that much for Trubisky, right? Here's yeah, the thing I'm thinking give him though. a two-year deal? This is mm-hmm. what it this is what it comes down to me with Russell Wilson and the Giants. Because if the if guys, if the price was, let's say, a one this year and a one next year, okay, you could get him for two ones, and Daniel Jones, let's say. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't want Daniel Jones i from Pete Carroll. I though. get it,
0: but let's just say. Like you, you hear take this quarterback and two ones. I would have to think about that, but it comes down to this. Do we believe that Russell Wilson would be able to handle the pressure in New York, given the fact that they gave up so much to get him and they would be expecting immediate results.
2: Yeah, he can handle the pressure. The pressure ain't, that's not a problem. I mean, that won't But you played
0: in New York. The media's different. There's yeah, more but of it. I
2: ate these dudes up out here.
0: But I'm not asking if you yeah. could. But I'm he, saying, can he?
2: he? I think he would too. I think he'll be fine. I mean, his, his you got to remember, he is in a celebrity relationship, so he's always. In it, right, Jay? He's always in the kind of. media pressure. He's he's. Know what the difference is, though, yeah. Jay, in
0: New York? And I, I bring this up because I, I, no, no, he's not in L.A., but I, I've been in L.A., I've been in New York. In L.A., if you don't ball out, they forget you. Goodbye. We've got better things to do. In New York or Boston or Philly, if you struggle under pressure, they don't pay any less attention. They just kill you for it. You know what I mean? The, the, yeah. the, the pressure cooker on the East Coast in certain towns is like, you deliver or else?
1: I just, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think for a guy like Russell, he's always dealt with that since he's been with Sierra at the Keys Point. It's just uh, you live that life, man. Like And you learn how to. Public guy. I, you yeah. learn how to block off things. Like some of the best people, I'm, The Rock told me one time, he's like, man, look, they love you today, they hate you tomorrow. Then they love you again. Then they hate you. Like and you might be trending one day because of something that you said, the next day they'll be moving on to somebody else. They might jab you here and there, but it's all what you give your energy to. But for a lot of for people that have been through that for a while, like you you built that thick skin. Callous, yeah. But for young guys entering the league, like for Daniel Jones, that's where you get like, oh, I want to be here. But then you get worried because that, that can – cap. look what happened to Sam Darnold.
0: You said that Russell him. Wilson can block stuff out. You know who doesn't block anything out? The Giants' offensive line, which means <laughs> they can't run the ball, so, which means that he's going to be hit up in the backfield a lot.
2: So if that's true, then use those picks to do something with the offensive line. Why use them on him to oh, oh. uh, – defeat the purpose. Well, here's why. And on top of that, when you look at it, Max, Matthew Stafford last year, Two ones and a third-round pick to go to the Rams, right? Mm -hmm. Jared Goff in return. The Indianapolis Colts wanted Matthew Stafford. You want to know why? Because they felt they were a Super Bowl-ready team. The Rams said, well, we're a Super Bowl-ready team. We'll give up more. They went and won the Super Bowl. The Giants aren't a Super Bowl-ready
0: team, so going to get Russell Wilson does not help you. That's right, unless you think he has five more good years. If you doesn't, believe that, or even, let's say, know. four more good years, help you. this is how it helps, Key. The Giants, because of the draft capital, give up a one. Let's just say the price was your quarterback and plus a one this year and a one next year. They would still have a one, two, three this year, a one multiple. I forgot if it's two or threes. They'd still have plenty of draft capital. Would I do it? No, I, I, probably not. But I would have to consider it because if you have Russell Wilson, you automatically are in a different kind of conversation. You have a quarterback who's who's in the top ten somewhere. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's hard to get. Might be in,
2: might be in a different conversation. Might be, but in terms of the skill set, it transfers to the Giants. But the Giants have more needs than a quarterback. A lot more. So you don't want to give the money to Trubisky future. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. use all the and then and then then look for a great quarterback down the line. On top of that. You may even have to extend Russell Wilson,
0: yeah, and give him more money. Yeah, Jay, I, I agree with that. As a Giants fan, that, I know you're yeah. a Giants fan. I want the Giants to build the offensive line. I want them to. Be, I don't want them to force it at quarterback. I want them to be patient and wait for that guy to present himself. So, if the Giants had done all that and Russell Wilson, to keys point was available now. Now you do it, but that's not what they've done.
1: Yeah, I, I think the real question for all of us Giant fans are: Are we? I know we have obviously Brian Dable, Joe Shane you know to be more patient but you know how you know what happens though, max right you know we get into middle of the season and if they're losing at an alarming rate like we're ready to just clean house so i'm
2: not a giants fan and i don't even feel i don't i don't feel the way i felt when joe judge got the job
0: right i don't I feel the same way yeah, i don't feel yeah, like feel they, the, same feel the same way i feel much better i feel like y'all okay Yeah, they are like a okay. normal competent hands. Yeah. Yeah. by the yeah. way he's 33 russ According to Jimmy, he has 12 more years. Listen to what he said on Jimmy
5: Kimmel Live. It's a lifestyle. I think that when you're, when you're trying to play, Tom, as long as I'm trying to play, I'm trying to play to 45. 45, so, that's 12 more years. 12 more years, yeah, yeah. So yeah. For me, the, the mentality, uh, the focus level, uh, everything that you have to do it has to be surrounded around that. So it's been, it's been an amazing journey for me so far. Key, let me
1: ask you, this might be an ignorant question. Does Russ have the, the body type to play until he's 45?
2: Yeah, he spends a million dollars a year on his body. I know. I just, it, it's. <laughs> I,
0: that changes the Giants conversation, right, doesn't but, it, but if but you I'm believe that?
1: I like, it, because when I look at Tom, taller, leaner. No, you just got right, like, to keep doing what he's doing. Like Russell's a little bit more socky, shorter. You just got to
2: keep doing what he's doing. He hasn't, Russell has a bit injured in his career. Yeah. The only injury okay. is this, that was a hand because he came down on the helmet. That ain't, you well, know, he
0: played a little for, bit this year. For, I wonder for for if he'll make it to 35.
1: How old was Drew Brees when he retired? 40. 40. Okay, that's and Russ just, is faster is, than Drew Brees. Yeah,
2: and Russ is thicker than Drew Brees. But that's a, yeah. Drew okay. Brees is small, small shoulders. Frame, small. Yeah. Russ has huge hands, long arms. Russ uh, looks like a running back. He's, yeah, he's got like, he's compact. He got, compact. A, yeah. he got a, a like a different shape, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, he, <laughs> different he's different shape. He did the same
1: with his hands.
2: Yeah, he got <laughs> like an hourglass a block. Yeah, he's he's shaped different, yes. so to speak. Um, but he takes care of his body as best he could. I think having his, his, his wife in his life now especially will help him continue to take
0: care of his body. That, that changes life. the calculation yes, for me. If, if people believe that he could play into his years. 40s, then all of a sudden it makes sense to go grab him. Now you might be getting him on the cheap while his stock is a little bit down. Coming up, how awkward is the situation in Arizona with Kyler Murray? We'll talk about that. Keyshawn J. Willamax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app.
3: Slash unsportsmanlike today to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P dot slash unsportsmanlike.
0: Keyshawn, J Will, and Max, the podcast.
1: Now we have Kyler Murray. He doesn't follow the Cardinals anymore. If
0: you are part of the Cardinals organization, what are you thinking right now? We've given this dude everything that
2: he needed to be successful. If he hadn't been successful, that's a him problem.
0: Why would you not follow your team that you play for on social media? Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers, they play ESPN. We pop up. You can download the podcast. 888-SAY-ESPN, seven two nine three seven seven six. I don't know why I'm throwing out the number. We haven't taken calls in a grip, Key. At Key J and Max on Twitter. Someone's reading those tweets. Do we have anyone on the staff who actually reads those tweets?
2: Yeah, they read them.
0: James, do you read the tweets when we do at He's Key J Max? He's on the phone with Clarker.
3: He's
0: on so, the phone. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder, like, we have Ryan Clark coming up, but. You went number one overall in the draft, right? Mm-hmm. You had a great career. The whole thing won a Super Bowl. What I wonder what feels better, not at the moment, but in retrospect, that or someone like RC who went undrafted, turned himself into a Pro Bowl player and won a Super Bowl. You know what I mean?
2: I think it's I think it's 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 uh, emotions, right? From an emotional. And Ryan's gonna join us and he could tell us, but from an emotional uh standpoint, you have a great college career. I know I'm getting drafted. I'm fired up, I'm emotional. Ryan Clark doesn't know what's gonna happen. And as he knows in his mind, I am better than that dude. And as he gonna at be, home, yeah. No, he already knows. Mm-hmm. Ryan Clark knows. That's why Ryan Clark goes to Pro Bowls and Super Bowl champions, it because he knows, and he makes the team. And so he sits back, and he watches a safety go off the board, another safety go off the board, and another safety, and he's just
0: watching it go and go and go. And he's pissed at this Is point. that Ryan Clark, is that what happens? Is that the motivation you see the safeties get taken before you, and you're like, ooh, I'm going to get
4: these dudes. I can say this. The only thing I said after not being drafted was I wanted to be the last safety playing from our draft. Maybe you don't have the the, the high end, right? You don't have the career that some of the guys have, but I wanted to last the longest because everybody went before me and it ended up, you know, being that Ed Reed finished playing before I did and retired before I did. And I had one extra year to play and that was important to me. you know, and Keyshawn is, is, is absolutely right. You, you feel like you're better than these people. To say, you know, I didn't have the college career Keyshawn had. or I wasn't that type of prospect. But, you know, I was an All-SEC player. I started 36 games in a row at LSU. When you have those type of um, accolades and when you do some of those type of things, you expect to be drafted. You expect to have that opportunity. And I think the Combine, honestly, was the first – the, the first sign for me that maybe things weren't going to go the way I expected. When you have other people on your team that you've played better than, and you've produced more than, and those guys are invited and you aren't, that's the NFL telling you right away what they think of you.
2: Ryan, now that you sit in Indianapolis, uh, looking at the combine, watching the prospects, does it take you back to when you wasn't invited to the combine, but know you had a long illustrious Super Bowl winning career, you look back at it now, he said, well, the combine is a waste of time.
4: You know, I I certainly don't believe it's a waste of time, but it's one of those things where, you know, there, there are different ways to start your journey. Um, I believe there are some people here and there's going to be a ton of guys here to end up being pro bowlers. Some of those guys, all pros and, you know, maybe Hall of Famers. And so I definitely don't want to discredit what the combine is, but this isn't the only way to evaluate talent. This isn't the only way to build a team. A lot of these teams are built on guys that are picked you know, late in the rounds are also not picked at all, and those guys aren't invited to the combine. Some of those guys won't be seen here, but they'll have pro days. They'll get into rookie camps. They'll get into training camp and make the football team. And so I don't want to say that the guys that are invited here aren't important. I don't want to say the evaluations that are done here aren't important, but I will say this. Everybody here won't be a star. Everybody here won't be drafted. There will be some players who are overvalued because of what they do in this setting, and they will be bust. And then there will also be some players who don't do as well here who end up being stars. And I think that's the one thing that I feel – being here and not being invited and seeing guys like James Harrison on my team who had opportunities to be the defensive player of the year, who also was a draft, who also didn't get an invite to the combine that, you know what, this is not the end all be all that says you can't be something that they don't believe you are.
2: Ryan Clark, NFL analyst, joining us from Indianapolis combine uh, this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and Max Ryan, what is the most important thing I know people say the 40, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. what's the most important thing at the combine right now?
4: Are you, are you say, if, you're, if you're talking about drill work um, or if you're talking about the actual test, I would say the 40 is. I would say the 40 here is what you want to match time to. But I had an opportunity to talk to a coach last night, and he said this. He said that intelligence is a skill. And intelligence is a skill that many scouts cannot measure. So what he told me, his favorite part and most important thing that he does here are the individual meetings, getting opportunities to spend time with the players, getting opportunities to see how they process football, how they retain information, can they regurgitate it, can they communicate it, also their demeanor and their confidence in sitting and talking. And he said that underrated skill is what sometimes gets coaches hired and fired. When you get rookies in, no matter how fast they are, no matter how good they are, no matter what that shuttle time is, what that 40 time is, what that vertical is, if you can't teach them fast enough or if they can't learn fast enough to get on the field, those things go on the coaches because the scout has presented it to the owners, presented it to the GM. Here are all the statisticals and all the stats of his measurements, and I believe he can play, and then you get him in the room, and he can't learn whether or not he's supposed to be in a nine technique. Or a wide nine when it comes down to setting the front.
0: Ryan Clark uh, here on Keyshawn J. Willem ESPN Radio. RC, I want to do like kind of a, a rapid fire, just NFL topics thing with you. you want just, Let's just like go through them because I want you to weigh in on them and we don't have a lot of time as always. Um, you good?
4: Good, brother. Let's get it.
0: Let's do it. Matt LaFleur's comments, he didn't want to overdo communication with Rodgers this offseason and end up annoying him. We've been talking about it's like just an issue of game. Don't play yourself, basically.
4: But what do you think of that? (laughs) Well, listen, you know, know, in that, Matt LaFleur understands that Aaron Rodgers holds all the cards and continuing to call him and bother him isn't going to work. It isn't going to speed up his decision anymore. It isn't going to change the decision he's going to make. I think the one thing they learned last offseason is that you can fly jets to California. You can go sit in the crowd in jeopardy. But Aaron Rodgers is going to do what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. And I believe the way that last year worked out gives them a little confidence that Aaron Rodgers will be back under center for the Packers. And so Matt LaFleur doesn't want to press that.
2: When will Kyler Murray get his extension, if at all, this year?
4: You know what, Key, that, that, that is the one question I'm even asking. So right now, you've already said we believe that Steve Kime, we believe that uh, we believe that Cliff Kingsbury have done anything, everything they need to do to be solidified going as forward as a part of our future. So what about Kyler Murray? What about the quarterback that, that's changed your organization? What about the quarterback that won you 11 games this year or won you nine games because Colt McCoy started two, won you – Uh, nine games this year and put you in the playoffs the guy that played least early on in the season at an mvp level is kyler murray's demeanor is kyler murray's personality his character enough to keep you from extending him right now and i think that that is what the arizona cardinals are weighing from ownership and also at the executive level it's bizarre because
0: same agent with his coach his coach just got his deal seems to me like they're fixing to give him a deal and kyler's Getting anxious? Do you do you feel like this is the time for the Seahawks to move on from Russell Wilson, RC?
4: I feel like it's now or never. I truly feel like if you don't move off of Russell Wilson right now, if you don't maximize what you can get from him for him on the market, that you lose a lot of leverage. Right? You don't want Russell Wilson to to run the table or get to the point to where he decides he's no longer going to be there, whether pressure is on or whether news is out that Russell Wilson wants out, and you have to trade him. You trade him right now where teams feel like they have to come with a great offer in order to get him. People want a future Hall of Fame quarterback. People want a Super Bowl winner, a leader in the locker room. People want a good human, which Russell Wilson seems to be. And so if you can get him on your team and you feel like you're a quarterback away from competing, Russell Wilson is that type of guy. And I think outside of Aaron Rodgers, of any quarterback that could be on the move or that could be available for a team, I think Russell Wilson is that guy. And if I'm teams, I'm making that offer. And if I'm the Seattle Seahawks, I'm doing more than listening. I'm trying to get this deal done.
0: Who else is that guy? Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. (laughs) Appreciate
4: it, brother. There it is. Thank you, RC. Appreciate it. All right, baby. Thank you, bro. Have a good one, bro.
5: The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast.
0: It was an eventful week around the
3: Packers. Not the highest paid player by a little, by a wide margin. He doesn't want to just be at the top by a few million. It's got to be significant. General
5: Manager Brian Gutekunst tells us
0: that he doesn't want to trade Aaron Rodgers, and that if Rodgers plays in 2022, he wants it to be here. I would start with his legacy. You play at Lambeau Field, but guess what? That's going to be
1: located at Rodgers Boulevard, and we're going to do everything within reason and then some for you to retire, and retire as an all-time great.
0: Keyshawn J. And Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Jay. Channel 80, your smart speaker, say play ESPN. Hey. Download the podcast, 888-SAY-ESPN, yeah. 729-3776, at J and Max.
5: <laughs>
0: Open so your sad. window and you probably hear us. We talk <laughs> loud enough. Max ain't even listening. while <clears throat> well, I'm getting through all this stuff. What did what, I miss? Yeah, let it, just listen to it. Well, Yates will always play something appropriate. Matt LaFleur, Green Bay Packers head coach, on how it feels to wait for Rodgers' decision.
5: What is the waiting like for you? I mean, you can only control what you can control. So you just, you know, try to make the best of it and try to have consistent communication. And, um you know, I told him I don't want to be overbearing and, and tell him every day how much we love him, and how much we want him back. But uh, so you just you, you just want to be respectful of, of his of his space and, and allow him to you know think through everything clearly without being annoying, I guess.
0: All right, what do you think, Key Matt Lafleur? Is is just an issue of game, and he's trying not to play himself? Is there something more?
2: Well, I. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, they know Aaron Rodgers personally more so than us because they've been around him. They know the sensitive side of him. They know what makes him tick, so to speak. And if he's saying that he doesn't want to annoy him, that must mean that they feel like if they continue to, whatever, reach out to him, apply some pressure to him, it's going to annoy him instead of just letting him do it on his time and when he wants to.
0: We're in the stretch run, though. How many more days we got of
2: this? Not, we're, we're down to <clears> days, <throat> not weeks. Yeah, but I think he told him a timeline, right? He
0: said that, he said the 16th. But the I 16th. thought we worked it out that because but of the, the franchise tag for Devontae. No, it, it like started the eighth on the 8th. Oh, Doesn't, I see. The, I see. The, the drop dead date is the 16th. No, I'm sorry. The, the
2: franchise tag date is the 8th. It started a week ago. They have up into the eighth to tag him. Right, right. So, right. So that means that well, I don't know where they get the. So. Because wait. So then, okay. After the eighth, free agency starts on March sixteenth. That eve. So, if they tag Devontae, which is fine. Free agency starts on the sixteenth. They need to know by the sixteenth whether Aaron's coming or going. They're tagging Deontay.
0: Right, and then they can figure it Devontae, out later. I'm, Devante, what'd you call him? Deont-
2: Deontay Deontay like Wilder. Yeah. Deontay Wilder. Deontay, Devontae. See what we do to our right. names. But ah, <laughs> they're gonna tag him regardless because they can't lose him. Right. If if they don't tag him.
0: They tag him and then they figure out the details later, depending imagine, on what happens.
2: Imagine if they didn't tag him on the eighth. They didn't they didn't tag him. They just let it go by and the ninth comes.
0: On the sixteenth, he's gonna be the richest man in the world. Right, yeah, can't they're do that. They're not gonna do that. So really so it really is the sixteenth. That's basically, the date. yeah. Okay, basically. So we got another two weeks of this, and you know, Rogers is gonna get every drop he can. I mean, they could go longer day. than two.
2: They can go longer than two weeks, as Dan Graziano said when he was on with us. They're not stopping. They're, this is not stopping them from doing their business. They're, they're still doing what they need to do. They're still moving stuff around to get under the salary cap to find players that they want to sign.
0: This is just a big chunk of their money. Jay, you know, when I say he's going to get every drop out of it, it's funny how from afar people have a feeling about other people. For example, Ben Simmons, our own Alan Yates out of Philly, and I totally agreed with him at the time. He's like, man, Ben Simmons ain't showing up to play that game in Philadelphia.
1: By the way, I guarantee though, if Alan Yates and Ben Simmons got a chance to kick it, Alan would actually kind of rock with
0: Ben Simmons. Yeah, sure. Ben
1: owes me money, but,
0: you know. Yeah, I'm sure, 100%. But, but we're talking about, like, let's take yeah. personal interaction yes. out of this, right? I mean, okay. So that was Key who just clanked something off. The, <laughs> that was, come on, man. Um, I hit my shot. I'm one for one today, Jay. Did you know no, that? No, I did yeah, not. Yeah, we, we shoot out a waste paper basket. We crumple Every up papers. Day cups whatever we shoot at a waste paper he basket goes Jay's with the my underhand, shooting coach
1: the underhand. yeah cuz sometimes yeah. your follow through is off to, towards oh, the side I don't know of the why, room. what that's,
5: what
0: that's like, about what are you doing
1: towards your target I know
0: what it's about it's called a lack of coordination anyway <laughs> but 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 so so we get a feeling about people Ben Simmons he ain't trying to show up for that first game back in Philly right and Aaron Rodgers he's going to he's going to take this right down to the wire keeping people guessing don't you get that sense I mean,
1: you made the point the other day, and I was starting to lean in that direction, that for an organization that has kind of taken a stance, this is the way we do things, and this is the way we've always done things. Sometimes it takes somebody to give you a little bit of a humble pie to recognize that, no, we're in 2022. Like, things are very different. Look at the way other organizations are letting their quarterbacks have say within the room. So there's a part of me that kind of appreciates, maybe to the degree Aaron has gone about this aspect of it, like flexing a little bit of his power in order to say, no, like I want the franchise to move in this direction and we have to find middle ground. But then there's also a part of me uh, like, yeah, okay, like there's there's drama associated with it. There is. But there's drama associated with a lot of other geniuses at their craft, by the way, right? So it's all about, you know, Key might be able to do things at ESPN that I can't do. Like, the reality of the matter is, certain be- or like other people, right? Like, there's different strokes for different folks.
2: When did
0: that this happen? Happened?
1: I'm just saying, I'm giving an example. You guys know I, what I'm talking I, about, I, I, right? I would yes, say, I I would say what's
0: interesting to me about that is, from the team's point of view, how do you maintain your core principles as an organization? You have to, you have to reevaluate. So what, are, what are our core principles actually? Because the way we were like, oh, the players play, we do, didn't work. But you have to be flexible Can't, enough to understand that your right. core principles are going to evolve. Throughout the yes, you have to ex- constantly examine oh, what they understand are your values, why do you have now them. Now they do. Keep yeah, no, they, and they, and they, now yeah. they do. Yeah, and
2: that's fine. Yeah, and, and that's fine because what went on a year ago didn't take place this past season. Yep. They listened, they heard, they said, Okay. Yeah. They're handling it
0: different. Saw so that with, with Tom Coughlin with the Giants. Yeah, had you see to, it all had the time had to think with about things.
2: Yeah, you yeah. Have to, and that happens. And when Aaron Rodgers is gone from Green Bay, maybe they go back go to back, doing it yes. the way they've been doing it.
0: Where does a healthy Nets team rank in the Eastern Conference? A healthy Nets team. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. By the way, Packers have until July 15th to try to sign Devontae to a long-term extension if they put the franchise tag on him. July 15th. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.